I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Sweets hold a soft corner in the heart of every Indian household, and Reliance is all geared up to take advantage of your sweet tooth with their new business venture this festive season. According to Economic Times, Reliance Retail, which is the retail arm of the Reliance Industries, has entered into a distribution partnership with over 50 traditional and regional sweet makers from across India to mass produce, modernize packaging, and develop traditional Indian sweets with extended shelf lives. Damodar Mall chief executive at Reliance Retail confirmed this news to the Economic Times and mentioned we want to democratize traditional sweets and not relegate a particular variety to a region few of these sweet making partners include Dood Misthan Bandhar of Jaipur Lal Sweets in Mysore Prabhu ji and Bikram Chandmai in West Bengal and Chawani Lal Halwai of Ajmer as reported by Money Control here's the interesting part This move of Reliance indicates that soon packaged sweets like laddus, barfis and pedas would be made available at Smart Bazaar, other grocery formats and also on the e-commerce platform GeoMart. This sweet move is targeted towards Reliance competing and replacing other known festive brands like Cadbury and Nestle. The retail giant has projected a 10 times growth in sales of sweets as compared to chocolates. But many industry experts believe this foray into the sweets business is going to be extremely challenging as chocolate companies are already backed by heavy marketing budgets and retail clout however reliance retail views these partnerships as a means to help local sweet makers to grow and expand their exposure how far reliance is successful in their quest is yet to be determined but we can be rest assured it will be a sweet ride For the next few minutes you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology business policy and anything that leaves you with a food for thought Hi I'm Farheen Khan and here is the deep dive for October 20th 2022 7 months and counting that's how long the Russian invasion of Ukraine has been going on for and it's messing with pretty much everything including the fashion hubs of Europe A report in the Wall Street Journal has pointed out that thousands of small factories and workshops that supply big brands such as Gucci and H&M are finding it hard to keep up. Their orders are dropping, their energy bills are soaring, and rising energy costs has become the biggest problem in Europe right now as Russia has been the primary source of natural gas imports in the continent until it cut off its supplies. So, be it common folks or manufacturers You can say that most of Europe is dreading electricity and gas bills. In the business of fashion, fabric makers are especially affected by this. Behind the glitz and glamour that capture our attention, there are spinners and weavers and the whole of the textile industry which is dependent on gas and electricity. For instance, the man-made fibers industry is an energy-intensive sector which needs a lot of natural gas and electricity. So does the non-woven segments or for that matter the dyeing segment. And it's not such the apparel and fashion industry which is in jeopardy. According to the European Textiles Association or Eurotex, the textile services sector which supplies hospitals or care homes with linens, sanitary gowns, etc. are also struggling. 
The Wall Street Journal report also says that in Italy, which is Europe's biggest textile producer, many manufacturers can no longer line up energy purchasing agreements that previously protected them from short-term price fluctuations. Caught between a competitive market and soaring costs of manufacturing and raw materials, Europe's fashion industry is left in a tight spot. It's a difficult choice between passing off the costs onto buyers or absorbing the extra costs. Many SMEs have resorted to suspending their production processes instead to avoid losses. So now, textile associations have been urging the EU to put a price cap on natural gas, and just a couple of days back, the European Commission, the EU's executive arm, also proposed an EU-wide emergency cap to control surging prices that will be applicable only in cases of extreme volatility and speculation. There's also a proposition to set up joint purchases of gas to cope with potential shortages. Meanwhile, some brands are looking to shift away to countries where production costs are affordable. Turkey is one such destination, where Russia is still supplying oil and gas. And speaking of Russia, well, even their haute couture depends on Italy for exclusive luxury materials. So Russia's high-end fashion industry is also bearing the brunt of the Russia-Ukraine situation and the subsequent EU sanctions. But well, all of this is bad news, unless you are a miracle like Zara, which reported increased sales and profits in the first half of the year, despite the spike in costs of living, and despite the fact that Inditex, which owns Zara, had to shut down all 500 of its outlets in Russia. Quite astonishing, right? The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was written and researched by Shorburi and Aritra. Edited by Venkatanan, produced by Manaswini, mastered and mixed by Ajay Rajput. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.